My name is Isabel Clausen, the host of the Girl God's Got You podcast. This podcast was created to remind women that girl, God's got you, and he wants to help you live the life you were created to live. Have you ever struggled with believing in yourself, having fear about navigating your future, understanding your life purpose, or managing overwhelming stress? Well, if you've gone through any of these experiences, then this podcast is for you. And I want to encourage you that no matter what you go through, no matter what you think of yourself, no matter how much someone hurts you, no matter what level of self-confidence you have, no matter how much fear you have about the future, God is here for you no matter what. Girl, God's got you, and he always will. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Right now it's 8.30 and I just finished studying all day. I took probably 20 practice tests and went over 200 flashcards. So my brain is very tired and I'm kind of done with studying for the day. So I thought what else would I be doing if I want to stay productive is record a podcast episode for you guys and I'm super excited to be talking about the topic at hand today and it's all about health and fitness as you could tell by the title I was about to say drum roll please but you know you guys already know what it's about because you read the title and probably that's why you clicked on it and I know I already did a podcast episode on health and fitness tips but a lot of stuff has changed because All the gyms are closed right now in Arizona. They just closed again. I've been working at home, working out at home for the past week. But for about two months, I was working out at home. So a lot of the fitness aspect has changed. And then being cooped up inside a lot, especially with it being, you know, 110, 115 degrees in Arizona, we're not going outside as much. And so I went from being in college, getting about 10,000 steps a day, walking around campus to now being in my little home office desk in my bedroom pretty much 24 7 so a lot of things have changed with fitness as well as how much activity I'm getting and then being inside all day means that we have constant access to snacks and food and everything so a lot of stuff has changed and I want to share the top 10 things I realize now but I wish I realized sooner about health and fitness and I hope you guys enjoy this episode it's not as much a spiritual topic as it is a lifestyle topic but I definitely want to bring in God and his truth into this podcast because it's so important when we're thinking about health, fitness, self-esteem when it comes to our bodies and everything, as well as self-control because a lot of health and fitness has to do with self-control, discipline, and commitment to taking care of the creation that God has blessed us with. So to start off this podcast episode, I want to talk about the favorite quote of the week. And this really lines up with the main message that I want to discuss on the fitness aspect of the change within quarantine. And so the quote is by someone named Jerry Dunn. I found this quote on Google, so I don't know who Jerry Dunn is. I probably should do more research on these people. But he said, don't limit your challenges, challenge your limits. 
And for those of you that love going to the gym and you're really active, you're probably feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't challenge myself anymore. I can't, you know, increase how much weight I'm lifting. I can't do all these different workouts. I can't run on the treadmill anymore because the gyms are closed. And so we think that there is a self-imposed limit on the challenges we normally face on ourselves in the gym when we have all this equipment. However, this quote really inspired me to challenge the limits. So right now we're limited to working out at home, running outside, so we should find different ways to challenge the limits at hand so we can still see growth, improvement, as well as just staying healthy in general. Because one of the things I've realized, and I'll get more into this later, is that I don't constantly have to be pushing, pushing, pushing all the time when it comes to fitness. It's okay to maintain the progress you've already made because it can be really hard to challenge yourself when you're just working out in your room and you have the same weight to the same resistance bands and there's no way to really get a lot of improvement because you're simply limited with your equipment. What I've realized is it's okay to first of all maintain instead of constantly pushing but if you want to push and you want to grow and you still want to get more fit and grow in your fitness journey there are still other ways you could do it and I'm going to share those exact tips that I've been trying to figure out when it comes to working out at home and how I could still get a really good workout in. And so that's the quote, and that kind of goes in with the main idea of the fitness aspect, which I want to share right now, and it's this, change requires challenge. And it's really easy to challenge ourselves in the gym, it's really easy to challenge ourselves on a treadmill where we we could change the speeds and everything, when we're lifting weights, it's easy just to add on another 10, 15 pounds, but when we're challenging ourselves in that way, I think we get so accustomed to it, to when there is... A shift in everything going on like working out from home we need a new way to challenge ourselves and change does require challenge and so for myself I actually feel more fit now than I ever have and I think it's because you get used to the constant workout routine the constant grind and then when you have to switch it your body actually has to also switch around and then you could also see more improvements because you're doing something different so change does require challenge and one of the most challenging things I've seen for myself is learning how to change up my workouts but that's actually at the end of the day shown positive results in my physical health as well as my mental health and I love that quote change requires challenge and challenge your limits don't limit your challenges super great I wanted to share it And the song I want to share, this is kind of the spiritual aspect I want to talk about, is the song Good Good Father by Chris Tomlin. And I'm going to read the lyrics, and I challenge you to go listen to this song. I'll link it in the show notes. But when you're listening to this, I just want you to really listen to the fact that we are loved by God no matter what. And I know that's pretty obvious, especially if you're Christian and you feel pretty stable in your faith. You're thinking, okay, Isabel, I know that I'm loved by God. But it is so easy to get hard on ourselves, especially when it comes to health, fitness, how we look, how we feel. At least I'm pretty hard on myself with all of that. And I think obviously I'm a young female, so that's pretty much a given. But also I think we all are because innately we're human beings and we're never fully content on certain topics when it comes to, you know, body image, how we look, how we feel. And so I think we always are striving for more, 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 or, you know, sometimes less, 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 depending on if we're trying to lose weight, gain weight, maintain, whatever. But God loves you so much and it really matters what's on the inside. And that's something I've really just figured out about myself within quarantine and having to switch around different things when it comes to health and fitness. Because if I'm going to be honest, for a long time, I kind of made health and fitness an idol for myself. I would not give it up ever. I mean, I would always go to the gym, always eat healthy. 
some going through, you know, from the age of 12 to, you know, almost 21, different phases, I was more flexible, different phases, I was more stringent, but it was always a huge priority to me, which I think is important. And for people who have the hobby of fitness and health, like I do, you never want to just give it up because you're like, oh, you know, it's not that important to me. If it's important to you, it's important, but you don't want to put it on a pedestal. And I think through this quarantine and through all these different shifts, it's finally gotten off that pedestal. Yes, I still care about it. Yes, I still want to be disciplined, motivated, committed. Yes, I work out six days a week, sometimes seven, depending on what kind of workout it is, if I'm tired. Some, some people think that's overkill. But for me, mentally and spiritually, I know that it's no longer on a pedestal. It's no longer an idol for me. And I could take a week off if I want and I won't die. I could not work out at the gym for months at a time and I'm totally fine. This has taught me that and I I think at the end of the day this quarantine has helped me realize that God really cares about what's on the inside and there are so many things in this life that matter so much more than how healthy and fit you are. And I'm going to go into that a little bit later too with everything kind of going on in my life right now and with everyone's life. But when you listen to this song, just realize that God loves you so much and that you really shouldn't be so hard on yourself because what matters is your heart, how much you love God, how much you want to serve God. And at the end of the day, he loves you not because of what you've done, but because of what he has done for you. And the fact that he created you and wants a relationship with you honestly, is the most important thing in this world. Way more important than how you feel about yourself physically and when it comes to fitness and health. So that was a long tangent. I apologize. But I'm going to read the lyrics of this song and I hope you go listen to it because it's wonderful and you could have a little seven minute wonderful worship session when you listen to it. So here's a song. I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender whispers of love in the dead of night. And you tell me that you're pleased and that I'm never alone. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. I've seen many searching for answers far and wide. But I know we're all searching for answers only you provide. Because you know just what we need before we say a word. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am, it's who I am, it's who I am. Because you're perfect in all of your ways. You're perfect in all of your ways. You're perfect in all of your ways to us. And I love that so much, specifically for the line, and I'm loved by you, it's who I am. That totally is something that we could term as identity. The fact that Jesus loves us, or that God, I mean both both of them love us, but this is the good, good father aspect. So God, the father, the fact that that the Heavenly Father loves us, that is what defines us. And I've figured that out. I mean, I know that in my heart, but actually living it out when it comes to a huge passion of mine, health and fitness, I finally divided the two. The fact that I have value is because God loves me. It's not because of how disciplined I am. It's not because of how fit or healthy I am. It's not because of how productive I am. My identity comes from God first. And then all those other things are characteristics that make me who I am. So if you're struggling with, um, you know, your mental clarity, if you feel like you're not yourself with health and fitness, or if you feel like you've blossomed and you're just like a health and fitness boss babe or something, just know that at the end of the day, whether you're, you know, feeling great, not feeling great, your identity truly is in the fact that God loves you. 
you. And I think we all need to hear that, especially because we're girls. God's got you. He loves you. Yes, you should take care of yourself. But at the end of the day, your heart and what it looks like comes before what your body looks like and how your body feels. So with that intro out of the way and all explained, I want to talk about the 10 things I realize now about health and fitness, but I wish I realized sooner. So for number one, food matters more than exercise. Okay, so let me just share a couple things. Isabel has not taken like anywhere from seven to 10 days off working out since she was, you know, 13. Crazy. I just, I always am trying to be active, be fit, have a good workout routine because that's just who I am. I'm a type A person, but throughout this summer, my boyfriend came and visited me a couple times, which was so wonderful. And he visited for like a week at a time, which was also wonderful. But guess what? Isabel didn't work out because she wanted to hang out with her boyfriend because quarantine, long distance, all time is precious. And you know what? I didn't even bat an eyelash. I didn't even think about it. The fact that I've kind of grown up in the sense that, oh, you don't need to work out every day and you're fine. And what I realized from all of this is that food matters more than exercise. Now let me share for a few reasons why this matters so much to me. When I don't work out, sometimes I feel lethargic and tired. And so I'm thinking, huh, if I'm not gonna work out for a week, will I be tired? Will I be lethargic? But if you eat the right foods, you will feel great. You will feel energized. You won't feel gross. Eating the right foods will make you feel awesome. And I know your body doesn't change in a week, but I think we all have that question. Oh, if I don't work out for a week, will my body change? It's stupid, I know, because a week won't kill you. But sometimes I have those thoughts because, you know, we're all human. And you know what? If you eat the right food, you're going to feel great, okay? When I eat certain foods, make me feel gross. They make me feel bloated and disgusting. Just FYI, I have... Oh, IBS, which is called irritable bowel syndrome. How sexy. But <laughs> it's such a gross name. People are like, what does that stand for? I'm like, I don't really want to tell you. But sensitive stomach. Um, and so when I work out and eat the wrong foods, I feel gross. I'm bloated. I don't look my best. I don't feel my best. But when I don't work out and I eat the right foods, I feel good and I, I don't feel gross. And so food really does matter more than exercise. And I learned that from taking different points of this summer off of working out but still eating healthy and you feel the same you look the same I know you're probably hearing me say this and be and thinking okay Isabel well duh nothing's gonna change in a week but I went from the girl that worked out every single day and would never take a week off to being like oh yeah I'll take a week off I'm fine and I was and it was great and now when I go on vacations I won't have to stress about it I'm not tied down to that weird weight anymore of thinking oh my gosh if I skip three days in a row working out it's so bad that that burden I have on myself totally gone it's amazing I'm so glad that God helped me get rid of that weird guilty feeling because I know if you eat the right foods food matters most and if you guys listen to the podcast I did with my mom 80% of your health and fitness journey is food 20% is exercise which is crazy and as they say two different phrases that I love abs are made in the kitchen totally agree with and I'll explain a little more here in a second and then second of all second of all exercise can't outweigh a bad diet and that's true and I have a little story another side tangent and I feel like this podcast is just going to be made of side tangents because I've had a lot of coffee I've been studying a lot I haven't really talked much today so just bear with the side tangents this is more of a fun fruity video anyway when I was 15 I went through the stage where all I did was running and ab workouts and I would do abs for like 30 minutes every single day and first of all after about 10 to 15 minutes of abs it's not that effective because if you're really doing it for 30 minutes I mean what the heck it's not gonna you're gonna be burned out and you're not gonna have 
as good of form. But 15-year-old Isabel didn't know that. And, you know, I mean, I had a flat stomach, like, but I didn't have abs or anything. But when you're eating not the best and you're working out a bunch, you're not going to see the results. So later in life, now I do not work out my abs that much at all. I don't do 30 minutes ever. I do 10 minutes, which is way less than 30 minutes, obviously. Um, But I eat a lot healthier. And when I mean healthier, I mean I eat foods that react better with my stomach since I have a sensitive stomach and everything. And my abs are way more defined than they were back then. And I was a huge runner back then. So really, food matters more than exercise. Long story short, abs are made in the kitchen. You can't exercise out a bad diet. So really think that food really matters most, which is sometimes the hardest thing. So the second thing I realized is that portion control and what your portion consists of is important. Now, more about Isabel's health and fitness journey. So I, for a long time, could not gain weight for the life of me at all. And I'm, I'm just a small person in general, but literally from the age of 15 till honestly now 20 i would eat so much food because it would i would just always lose weight crazy you know and um i would just eat 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 all the time and my stomach would always hurt and my mom would tell me this my dad would tell me this like honey if you just eat less you'll probably feel better i'm like no i have to gain weight because i'm too skinny whatever i know you guys are probably thinking oh my gosh isabel like what a bad problem to have but it's really hard to eat a lot of food and try to gain muscle and try to just put on weight healthy weight I mean not not like fat but just actually muscle and just to have more size um, when you have a sensitive stomach because when you're eating all this all this protein your stomach's just gonna hurt so what I realized is if you eat less in incremental amounts of time portion control it's amazing so instead of having three huge meals have like five small meals or for me I just have three small meals and snacks and I feel wonderful and then what your portion consists of is important so there's two two ways and I'm not obviously I am not a certified health coach like my mother I am a finance and economics college graduate so I I don't know a lot about nutrition but I do my research and it's one of my passions but what I've realized at least for me if I want to lose weight you eat high amounts of low calorie food if i want to gain weight i eat small amounts of high calorie food so for example if i want to lose weight or just maintain where i'm at you eat a lot of salad you have a huge salad with chicken on it okay what does your portion consist of really low calorie salad which will fill up your stomach and low calorie chicken which has a lot of protein great if you want to try to gain weight i'd say saute up all your all of your veggies put three eggs in you have the healthy egg yolk you have the sauteed veggies which is an olive oil probably or you know canola oil whatever oil you saute your food in and then you have the protein so it's higher fat higher calories but a way smaller portion and so that way you could eat more without feeling sick so really portion control is so vital and what the portion consists of is amazing and so for me right now in quarantine i'm not getting as much steps i'm not being as active so what i feel great eating is two salads a day people say that's boring it may be boring but I love it and so trying to figure out what works best for you depending on how much physical activity you have if you want to maintain weight lose weight gain weight what I wish I realized sooner in life um, was portion control because you don't have to stuff yourself and feel sick to gain weight and you don't have to just deprive yourself to lose weight amazing right and so the third thing I wish I realized is you don't need to do abs more than 12 to 15 minutes I already touched on this I realized I already wrote it down but I do abs for about 12 minutes, probably four days a week, 
and um, you challenge yourself. You don't take, I mean, I don't take rests. I just go, 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 feel the burn, and I'm done. And so I wish I realized that when I was, you know, 15, running in cross country. They don't have to do it for 30 minutes a day. But I just loved abs, you know? So, I mean, if you love a workout and you really love training your abs, go for it. But if you just want efficiency, get the workout done, good. Well, I wish I realized sooner that after 12 to 15 minutes, you're pretty much, you're pretty much burned out. The next thing I wish I realized when it came to health and fitness is that HIIT workouts are your best friend. Now, I know a lot of people love to run. I know a lot of people love to hike, walk, power walk. When I think of health and fitness, as far as just keeping a solid schedule, is efficiency. I don't want it to take longer than it needs to. Now, if I want to do it out of pure enjoyment, I have all the time in the world. I'll totally lift weights for two hours. I'll totally go on a nice two, three, four hour hike with my boyfriend. Like if I don't have a time constraint, I love it. But if we're here trying to get it done, when it comes to cardio, we're trying to build up endurance, burn fat. What I realized is I'd rather do a 15 minute HIIT workout and just go crazy, sweat it out, feel great, get lean, rather than burning the same amount of calories in like a 45 minute run. Because as much as I love running, which I used to love it a lot, I was a huge runner from the age of 12 to 17, burned myself out. Then from the age of 17 to 20, I didn't really run at all. And now I like going on a run, especially if I have a running partner because we could talk. But if I'm just trying to get it done, I need to start my day. HIIT workouts are amazing. I will link my HIIT workout split in the show notes because it's kind of hard to explain on the podcast. I'm going to share the quick explanation right now, but I will also write it out because it's kind of hard to explain. So what I do for 15 minutes, there's a bunch of variations. What I figured out is the most effective and the most simple is you have four exercises, okay? You're going to repeat them three times and you have a minute rest. So let's just say my four exercises are jump squats, jump lunges, burpees, and plank jacks, okay? I'm going to do a minute of jump squats. Without rest, go right into the minute of jump lunges. Without rest, go into the burpees. Then without rest, go into the plank jacks. That's four minutes there. We're going to take a minute rest and then repeat that two more times. So you have a total of 15 minutes. 12 of those minutes are hardcore plyometric workouts and three of those minutes are rests. And when I'm finished, I am dripping with sweat. Granted, I do it outside right now because of quarantine. And by the time I get outside, it's like 102 degrees. So, of course, I'm going to be sweating. But this is actually disgusting. Like, I'm, I'm dripping with sweat. But it's awesome. And you're done with your cardio for the day. So, I wish I learned that sooner in life when it comes to efficiency, being strategic, but also getting the biggest bang for your buck when you do have time to work out. And so, the next fitness tip I wish I realized was taking one or two weeks off won't change anything. And in parentheses, I said, as long as you watch what you eat. Now, I kind of touched on this already, but if you don't watch what you eat, you're not going to probably look any different because one to two weeks isn't going to change anything, especially if you're already fit, but you'll feel gross. And so if you want to look good still, which you will anyway, because one to two weeks won't change anything, but if you want to feel amazing, energized, awesome, just watch what you eat and you'll be great. I've learned that. It's wonderful. It's so freeing. And I just wish... I let myself realize this sooner. Even though everyone told me Isabel had to figure it out for herself, and I can just tell you I'm free from that guilt of not working out for one or two weeks. It's great. So the next thing I learned is everyone's body is different. And having self-awareness of yourself mentally and spiritually is wonderful, but having self-awareness of yourself when it comes to actually the physical aspects 
also so important. And so for my body, I know people are gonna maybe share, oh, I don't agree with that or blah, 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 blah. It's fine. For my body, I do better when I eat fewer carbs. Now, yes, carbs are energy. I'm not saying carbs are bad or anything or, you know, deprive yourself. But just for my body, for my sensitive stomach, the less carbs I eat, the better I feel. And last night I had oatmeal because I was like, you know, I'm craving oatmeal. I had it. It has a lot of carbs. And I felt so gross. My stomach was hurting. I thought, hmm, this is why I don't really eat oatmeal. But I love eating sourdough toast because it's delicious. My boyfriend bought some toast, sourdough bread one time, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to make toast out of it. And I, I am now addicted. I have like two or three pieces a day. I don't feel gross from that. But from oatmeal, from pasta, from, you know, a, a whole sandwich, I could eat half a sandwich and feel fine. But when I eat a whole sandwich, I don't know. I just don't feel good. So my body, what I've realized is I will always opt for the salad with chicken on it or for like a smoothie over pizza, a sandwich, just because I don't feel that good. Now, I'm not saying that's the way for everyone. Some people, they may feel better when they don't eat dairy. They may feel better when they eat less meat. Whatever it is, you could try out different foods. And now I know when I eat oatmeal, I'm probably not going to feel good. So I just kind of realized that just growing up and trying to figure out what I should be eating but everyone's body is different and I love watching what I eat in a day videos on YouTube it's like my guilty pleasure when I'm not studying and when I have nothing else to do which I only like limit myself to watching one or two every day because I don't want to get you know lost in YouTube but you see people eating these mass amounts of oatmeal and you see people eating these beautiful healthy pasta dishes and I think oh that would probably taste delicious, but since my body is different than that person's body, we process it differently. And I would make all these different foods because all these different people were making the foods. And yes, I want to try it out, obviously, but I couldn't realize why I didn't feel good. Then I realized, oh, my body is different than someone else's body. And your body is different than my body. Everyone's body is different. And I kind of wish I realized that sooner. So the next thing I wish I realized sooner, I think this is number seven, is that protein is great. But let's talk about the ratio. Now, I haven't read anything about this, so I don't know if it's scientifically proven. I just want to preface that. And if you're someone who you have a nutrition degree or something, you're probably thinking, oh my gosh, this girl doesn't know what she's talking about. But from what I think, just logically thinking about it, okay, so I love protein. For the longest time, I try to get like 80 grams of protein in the day because I really love building muscle, leaning out, whatever it is. I just, I love the aspect of weight training, muscle building, all that. Super fun for me. And so I did some research. Oh, if you want to be an athletic female building muscle, eat 80 grams of protein a day. But I was realizing, hmm, I, like the average woman, I'm not, and I'm not saying this just to make anyone feel bad or anything. Like, I don't want you to think like the average woman weighs 140 pounds. If we, you weigh more or less than that, then that's not good. I'm just saying like I did, I did research and the average fit athletic woman is like 130 to 140 pounds. I am like 110 pounds. I'm just a small boned person. So I'm just small. Um, and so if someone who weighs 140 pounds eats 80 grams of protein, that means that me at less weight than that shouldn't be eating 80 grams of protein. It's more like, you know, 50 or 60. And so it all is about the ratio. So whenever you're doing research about how much protein you should eat, how many carbs, how much fat, do more research into the study and figure out what their person's weight is that they're basing this study on. Because when I realized that, I was thinking, oh, wow, I don't have to eat this much protein every day like I don't have to try to shove it in my food like that is very wonderful I'm not saying I was just shoving chicken in my mouth or anything weird like that but 
I don't have to eat as much as I thought I had to, which is really nice. And so what I try to do is when I make my food, I try to have, if, for example, if I'm having a salad, I try to have two cups of salad and one cup of chicken. So that kind of ratio. Or if I'm going to have fruit and yogurt, I try to have a cup of fruit and a cup of yogurt, that kind of thing. Um, and so I just try to figure out the ratio. As long as I'm having a good amount of protein with a good amount of veggies or fruit, that's really all I care about. So I just wish I realized that sooner and I just figured that out now. And I've been decreasing my protein but I feel so much better. And that's because I didn't need that much. I just thought I did, but that's because I didn't do more research into the study. So I guess the name of this point actually should just be do your research and do your due diligence because everyone's body type is different. Just because a study said so, says something doesn't mean that the person they're doing their study on is the same weight or body composition as you. So I just wish I realized that sooner. And now I feel great, much better. The next thing I want to talk about is... Push out two or three more reps when you're working out. Now, when we're talking about reps, working out at home in quarantine is really hard. And I was sharing my workout routine with my best friend Catherine the other day. I was like, yeah, I do four rounds. Each round has four exercises. And each exercise, I do like 20 to 30 reps. And she's thinking, oh my gosh. But let me just say, when you are in quarantine and you don't have heavy weights to lift, if you're into heavy weightlifting, and you only have, you know, a couple weights or you can't go up in weights because you don't have more than the weights you already have, you have to increase the reps, time under tension, all of that. And so when I'm doing 20 or 30 reps, sometimes I lose track. And so if I just know every time to just go till failure almost and push out two, three, four, five more reps, constantly challenging myself, I will see growth and development and I won't go backwards in my training. Because if you're always trying to push out a few more reps, whether you're doing eight heavy squats versus 30 bodyweight squats, whatever you're doing, as long as you constantly push yourself that little bit further, you will always see progress. And I've realized this through working out in diff- whether it's a gym, whether it's at home, whether it's back at the gym, but then they closed it down because of the COVID increase in Arizona. It's been crazy. But what I've realized is pushing out a couple more reps, you'll always be challenging yourself. And that's just kind of the simple way of saying it. I'm trying to push out a couple more reps every exercise I do because that's how you know you're just really challenging yourself because change requires challenge, as we said before. So the ninth thing I wish I realized is have a goal to look forward to. So one of my goals throughout this quarantine is, oh, I'm going to be taking a week off of work, of working out, because I get to see my amazing boyfriend. So I'm like, okay, this is awesome. And so I push myself to get ahead on work. I push myself to work out hard. And that goal to look forward to is what drives me to just, you know, keep going even when I'm tired. And that's kind of a on a short-term goal I've been looking forward to. But a long-term goal that I've been wanting to do is, as far as when I was at the gym weightlifting, was try to increase each of my lifts by like two and a half pounds every week, which does not sound like a lot, and it's not. I am a small person, so I, I can't lift a lot of weights. But just having that goal to look forward to, to think, oh, well, this week I'm two and a half pounds stronger. It's just wonderful. And whether you meet the goal or not, that's okay because you don't want to go overboard and you want to make sure that fitness and health is a lifestyle, not just a short-term thing. So even if I didn't complete the goal, I didn't beat myself up. But that goal pushed me to push further every single time. And so having that goal to look forward to, whether it's short-term, you're going to go on a vacation, you're going to visit your best friend, your boyfriend, whatever it is, or if it's long-term, like slowly building your strength, that goal will push you to go farther than you thought you could before. 
And then the last thing I wish I realized was this. Understand that you will never regret making the decision to work out or eat healthy. And this is for those of us that have our moments of no motivation. And I go through this all the time. And there's days I do want to work out. There's days I don't want to work out. And I do advocate that you should listen to your body if you aren't feeling good. You know, if it's your time of the month or something and you have cramps or if you're just lethargic or if you have a lot going on. Obviously, it's okay to not work out certain days. Like, let's be real. If you're not feeling good, you don't have time, it's okay. But most of the time, we don't work out because we make excuses for ourselves. That's one of the biggest reasons it's so hard to have a healthy lifestyle, health, food, fitness, whatever it is, is because... The excuses happen. But what I've realized is every time I made that decision to do the hard thing and do the workout, make the healthy food, say no to the unhealthy food, I've never regretted it. Ever. I, I never have. Like there's never a time, whoa, I just wish I didn't do that workout. Or mm, I wish that I didn't eat that salad. Like you, you will feel great no matter what because what did you do? You overcame an obstacle. You overcame the challenge and now you're seeing a change in yourself. And so I constantly remind myself if I don't want to work out, I don't want to eat healthy. I think, okay, hold up. If I do this, I will not regret it. And actually I'll feel better, which will make me feel more productive and I'll get more stuff done and it'll just be a better day. So I just kind of think through that process and then I work out and I feel great. So this morning I woke up a little bit later. I thought, hmm, I'm going to have breakfast and I'm going to do some work and then I'll work out. I'm like, no, no, just get the workout done and start your day. And you know what? I felt amazing and I got a lot of stuff done. So that's just speaking from personal experience for something that happened today. So those are the top 10 things I know now after being in quarantine, after just growing up a little bit and having a healthier relationship with health and fitness. And I want to share them with you just as a personal, honest thing, because this is a huge part of my life. If I didn't go into finance, I probably would go somewhere into health, fitness, all that. And who knows? Who knows where God will take me with that? I have such a passion for it. Um, And it's a big thing in my life, but the things that are most important to you can oftentimes become too important to you. And so if girl, if you're struggling with health, fitness, having that relationship with food, feeling guilty when you don't work out, just know that God's got you. And as we shared before in that song, we just, you know, went over with the lyrics, the fact that God loves you, that's who you are. And we should never forget that. And I'm really figuring that out in quarantine right now. And I'm going to talk about this in a different episode, but There's just been so much going on with life changes, with job changes, stuff going on with family, health of family members. And I've just realized that the things that matter most in life is faith, family, and purpose. Fitness and health are important, but what I've realized is that's not one of the most important things to me anymore. And for a while, I would be like, oh no, of course, faith, family, and purpose are the most important things. But if I'm going to be honest up there was fitness and health and I'm finally free from that because I've just realized through quarantine everything going on in life that life is short it goes by fast and sometimes you know you're you're not promised as many years as you thought you were and so I just want to take every day for what it is take it as a blessing never take the present day for granted and The way I could do that is by enjoying each day, being healthy and fit each day, but not worrying so much about the future and when I'm going to get my next workout in and do I have time to meal prep? Like, that's all great to plan ahead, but you can free yourself from this burden. And 
If you're struggling, just pray to God. Ask him for strength. Maybe just take a week off just for the heck of it and see how you feel. God's got you and he wants you to know that you're loved no matter what. So now I want to dive into a couple bonus things in this episode. I want to share the main meals I have been loving in quarantine as well as just different products I've been loving. And I want to say none of this is sponsored because if it was, that'd be cool. But my podcast is still growing, so I don't have enough, you know, listeners for these full sponsorships of, you know, Amazon and all these things I'm sharing. But, you know, all this stuff I do love, and I'm going to do some links in the show notes. So if you buy anything, at least you know that I love it. So hopefully you'll love it too, because it's really helped me, especially when we're kind of secluded at home. And your state may be opened up. You may be working out at the gym, which is awesome. I had that for a month, then Arizona closed down. So if this doesn't apply to you, I'm sorry. But if you're on vacation and you don't have a gym, or if you want to eat healthy, healthy whenever you want to eat healthy which you I mean we should eat healthy whether we're in quarantine or not but if you're at a vacation and you don't have equipment to work out at least the fitness section will help you so meals I've been loving salad and smoothies obviously first of all it's hot in Arizona so I'm not going to make you know a nice cup of soup or something and smoothies just add everything so i love adding egg whites greek yogurt and protein powder to my smoothies almond butter that just adds a lot of protein and as i said i'm eating less protein now but your girl is still eating the protein so adding egg whites from a carton that's actually not bad for you and because it's pasteurized but that has a lot of clean protein in it and you can't taste it so pro tip of the day add your egg whites to your smoothies and your oatmeal you'll thank me okay sourdough toast once again i said my boyfriend got me on this sourdough toast thing putting it in the toaster putting butter on it i use vegan butter because it's in my fridge and i i mean i haven't had butter in years because i didn't eat dairy now i do eat dairy but we'll see so sourdough toast with butter best snack it's delicious and i hear the sourdough is one of the healthier forms of gluten haven't done much research on it but I still love it and that's just a good snack I've been loving and it's pretty low calorie I mean it's toast so it's a good way to if you want something crunchy you're not opting for the crackers which has a lot of hidden fat and calories but toast is just good who doesn't like a nice piece of toast so another meal I've been loving is crunchy fruit for snacks by crunchy fruit I mean blueberries grapes apples just something I could cut up and nibble on because when you're studying or when you're you know at work working from home you kind of want to munch on something but maybe you're not hungry fruit very low calorie it's pretty much comprised of water and you'll love it i love it crunchy fruit is delicious and i'd really suggest it also cutting up carrots into small pieces and mixing it with your fruit mm, try it out you will you will thank me okay another thing that i like i thought i never would say this but black coffee I always add almond milk or something to my coffee but black coffee that is lukewarm and this is how i do it i put two ice cubes in my mug i make the coffee in my keurig and it comes out lukewarm so it's not scalding hot but it's still warm because sometimes i'm like i don't want iced coffee but i don't want hot coffee because it's like 100 degrees in my room so black coffee that is lukewarm with two ice cubes and i sip it from a straw because i found out that protects your teeth from getting yellow so i look like a weirdo this cup of black coffee with two ice cubes in it and a long metal straw but my teeth are staying white and i'm not scalding my mouth so i love black coffee especially if i'm waking up i have my coffee i work out i do some work and i'm still kind of hungry then i have a nice breakfast it's so nice to work on things when you're kind of hungry at least for me i just realized because i can really hyper focus and so drinking the black coffee directly on an empty stomach really helps me get a lot done so if you're into that i totally would suggest it 
Another meal I love is chewy chocolate date cookies. Now, I saw this in a YouTube video. And someone's what I eat in a day. And I love the way this girl eats. I don't know her name, but she makes awesome food. And she had this recipe. But she's from England, so she measured it in grams. And so I was thinking, hmm, I want to include this in the podcast. So I kind of made up my own. And I'm going to put it in the show notes. But it essentially has dates, oats, almond flour, almond butter, chia seeds, chocolate chips. It's delicious. I just had one about an hour before I recorded this podcast. It's so good. You can eat them for breakfast, dessert. They're really delicious. They have a good amount of carbs in it because I know I literally just said I'm not eating as many carbs, but this does not hurt my stomach. So I would highly, highly suggest it if you also have a sensitive stomach, but you still want to have dessert. It's delicious. So good. So that's kind of the food I've been loving recently. And I eat the same thing every day. It's fine. If, if you don't like that, I, I'm sorry. This is probably really boring for you, but I eat the same thing every day. If I like it and I feel good, I'm going to keep eating it until I get tired of it. So the products that I've been loving, first of all, this is just a pro tip. Buying bulk plant-based baking ingredients on Amazon is one of the best things ever because who wants to drive to Whole Foods right now? And Whole Foods is so expensive. Who wants to go to Sprouts? If I want to buy almond flour, coconut flour, protein powder, protein powder, sorry, it is way cheaper on Amazon. It comes in like two days and it's way bigger in bulk and I don't have to leave my house. So I've just learned whenever I want to buy something baking that's healthy, Amazon's the way to go mainly because it's cheaper and I'm balling on a budget right now, but it's it's wonderful and I highly suggest you doing that. Another product I've been loving is resistance bands. So I have two specific resistance bands that have changed my workouts in quarantine. The first one, it's actually a set of four and it's called Every Mile Resistance Bands. I'll put them in the show notes, but it's four resistance bands going from light to extra heavy and I use them for my arms, my abs. If I'm doing hits, sometimes I throw on a band when I do my jump squats and jump lunges. It'll just add that little bit of resistance if you're doing the light band, but if you want a lot of resistance, the heavy one is pretty awesome. So I would totally suggest that. The next one is the RitFit pull-up resistance band. I don't have a pull-up bar here. I have one at my house, uh, where I my family's house, but um, this I use as just a normal long resistance band. It's good for kickbacks. It's good for your shoulders. It's good for bicep curls. It's amazing. It's ten dollars. I'll link it down below. You will just please buy it. I bought the red one, the ten pound to thirty-five pound. I feel so sore just from that. So I'd highly suggest it if you're starting to work out from home, and if you just want more resistance. I also found my favorite sports bras. I never really talked about clothes here on this podcast, but there's this, these great sports bras, four for 25, which is awesome. And they're not the highest quality, but they're on Amazon. I love them. I totally suggest buying them. They're really lightweight. It's also good if you want to sleep in them or if you're like me and you live in Arizona and you're working from home and it's hot in your apartment and you just want to wear a sports bra, go for it. So I'll link those down below as well. Now my favorite leggings. Okay. I am a Gymshark girl. I love Gymshark so much, but it's expensive. And I usually buy Gymshark like once a year and the leggings last me for several years, but I like their camo leggings. If you're in, if you are into the fitness vibe or fitness fashion, you'll know what I'm talking about, but they're $60 each and your girl doesn't have $60 to drop on leggings. So there is this website called AliExpress. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's pretty popular. It takes like two months to ship because it is from China. Um, I know everything going on with China. <laughs> you may not want to order from them right now. But I ordered these leggings in February and they were shipped in July. So that was a little nutso. But 
instead of paying $60, you pay like 11. And so I got my favorite camo leggings. I would suggest a size small because they're really stretchy. If you're normally a small or medium, I just go for the small. But so good. They're so cute. They're high-waisted. I don't even know how to explain them. They're like a cool... They're not a soft, normal, like, you know, buttery soft legging. They're actually really durable and sporty. So I would just suggest looking at those. They're my favorite. I've been wearing them 24-7. So if you just want to know what I'm wearing when I'm working out, and I'm working out at home, so I don't have to look cute, but these actually are durable and they're breathable and they're very practical, but also super cute. So yeah, those are the products I've been loving as far as health and fitness goes. And I'll put all those in the show notes. And that is the conclusion of this health and fitness journey podcast episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was fun. I know I was really chatty and I'm probably going all these tangents, but I just want you to know three things, three main things. It's okay to take time off. I wish I knew that sooner, but also change requires challenge. So always push out the last two or three reps. And the last thing is that as long as you eat healthy and you get some form of movement in every day, your body will feel amazing. So I just want you to remember those three things. And then the final aspect is that God loves you. Your self-worth is defined by how much he loves you, not by how much you look like. And at the end of the day, relationships in your life matter more than anything else. So I just would love to encourage you with that. And I wish I knew all those things sooner. But now that I know them now, I feel a lot more free. So girl, if you're struggling with health and fitness, just know that you can't overcome it. And that life is so fulfilling when you balance it with a healthy lifestyle. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I look forward to talking to you in the next one. Bye.